The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Some Pharisees approached Jesus and tested him, saying, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any cause whatever? He said in reply, Have you not read that from the beginning the Creator made them male and female and said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh? So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, man must not separate. They said to him, Then why did Moses command that the man give the woman a bill of divorce and dismiss her? He said to them, Because of the hardness of your hearts, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it was not so. I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, unless the marriage is unlawful, and marries another, commits adultery. His disciples said to him, If that is the case of a man with his wife, is it not better to not is it better not to marry? He answered, Not all can accept this word, but only those to whom that is granted. Some are incapable of marriage because they were born so. Some because they were made so by others. Some because they have renounced marriage for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Whoever can accept this ought to accept it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Let's put aside Jesus' teaching on marriage today and just look at one lesson that we can learn from what Jesus is saying about God's relationship to us, God's expectations of us. Jesus says in today's gospel that Moses made certain allowances that were not in God's plan. He made these certain allowances because of the hardness of the hearts of the Israelite people in the desert. And Jesus says, now we're thousands of years later, and, and you, you're ready to accept God's plan in a deeper and fuller way. And so some of these, let's say, exemptions don't apply to you because you're ready now. You're more mature. You're able to, to live a more virtuous life than the Israelites in the desert. This teaches you and I that God perhaps expects more of those who are more spiritually mature, with hearts that are, are more open and, and hearts that are softer. And, and perhaps God is a, a bit more merciful and giving to, to the one who's less spiritually mature. This teaches us two important lessons. The, the first is that, that perhaps you and I, when we're working with someone who's less spiritually mature, perhaps we need to give them a bit of allowances that we wouldn't normally allow for in our, in our moral universe and that we wouldn't allow ourselves for. Demands that we make on ourselves, perhaps we shouldn't make on someone who's less mature. I worked in a prison in Boston for a while and, and as working with this, this young man, I think it may be in his 
his early 20s. He was, grew up in the streets and, and was a very, had an extremely rough background, a rough child rearing, and, and, and he was in prison at the time. But he, he and I began having some really good conversation. And he, he at one point or another, talked about basically being extremely promiscuous when he's outside of the prison. And, and we started talking about God's way and God's teaching. And, and I started teaching him, to, trying to persuade him to, to have one girlfriend, just one at a time. Now, does that mean I'm against church teaching that we need to not have sex before marriage? No, actually, I completely believe in church teaching. But I knew that this young man was not ready yet for that. And I was trying to get him on the right trajectory, trying to get him on the right path so that he could be more open to that later. If I were working with someone more mature, I would have expected more from them. So that's the first lesson that we can have, that perhaps some people in our lives that we are sort of upset with, perhaps we, we might be called by God to give a bit of indulgence and see, is there some middle expectation that we can make for them to help them to grow in the right direction of a good and moral life. The second is that if you are in the pews at this mass at 7 a.m., if you're watching this on a video or if you're listening to this on a podcast, odds are you are more spiritually mature than, than, than most younger people, for example, or even than yourself just a few years ago. And so perhaps today, Christ is going to ask something of you that he hasn't asked before. He's going to ask some greater demand on your moral life, on your, on your behavior that he hasn't asked before, because now you're in a more mature place in your life. that You can receive a, a, a deeper calling, perhaps a more challenging calling. I used to read a lot of science fiction and fantasy. I used to like that genre. And there was a, a wonderful book by a famous writer called Ursula Le Guin. And, and in that book, there's this hero who's a mage, uh, a sort of a wizard, but he, he is sort of a figure of the wise person in this, in this universe that, that the author created. And this is what he says about what it means to be a wise man. He says, you thought as a boy that a mage is one who can do anything so I thought once, so did we all. And the truth is that a man's real power grows as a man's real power grows and his knowledge widens every way he can follow grows narrower until at last he chooses nothing. And he does only and wholly what he must do.